You're listening to the Coach T Podcast, hosted by my dad. Welcome to another edition of the Coach T Podcast. My name is Isaiah Thomas, the host, proprietor, the do-everything-on-this-podcast. Really appreciate the love and support that I get. And it's always nice to hear that the coaches are finding some value in what I am bringing. And I have another successful coach for you today, uh, former coach of the Muskegon Community College Jayhawks, Jayhawk Pride, Mr. James Tiedema. Coach Tiedema, how are you doing? I'm doing great. Yourself? I'm, I'm doing great. Uh, coach Tiedema and I go back a little bit. We have some connections, but the first time I actually met Coach Tiedema was, uh, it was January of 2017. Uh, he was coaching Muskegon at the time and was looking for recruits at the Detroit Catholic Central Invite. It's quite interesting. You say I just finished an interview with Mitch Hancock talking about how tough that that tournament is, uh, with all four divisions and top ten teams in each division there, and just a real meat grinder of a tournament. Really kind of tells you where you're at, pecking order wise, in your in your training. So, but uh, by digress, and and um, through some mutual talkings, uh, James is uh, Coach Tima is a MCC alum like myself. It was a highly successful wrestler for them, but we'll we'll get into that. And throughout that, as coaches, we always uh, exchange numbers. We talk to each other and, and really lean on each other and give support to each other and ask each other the tough questions of what would you do in this situation. So I've always appreciated uh, Coach Tinema and his tutelage over the years. So thank you for being on. Yeah, not a problem. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. <laughs> well, thank you. Uh, so tell me how you got involved in this great sport of wrestling. Um, well, we lived in Jackson, Michigan at the time. Uh, Jackson Northwest was the high school um, for the school system we were in. And my dad worked for Consumers Energy, Jackson, and one of his friends um, said, hey, you, you know, you got four boys. I have three brothers. And he's like, why don't you guys do wrestling? You know, the the Northwest has a great program, you know, youth wrestling. Um, you know, they do really well at the high school level and, and you should get your boys involved. And my two older brothers started doing it. Um, when I was five in kindergarten, I did their, they did like a youth league. Um, they had some practices, you know, a few weeks of practice for, for young kids. And then they had a, a dual meet kind of system. It was Friday nights. You'd be on a team just like little league baseball and, and you'd do a dual meet against another team. Um, so I did that for, for two years. And then actually at the end of that, they do, I don't know how many weeks they did it, but the, the grand finale was an individual tournament and I won that for my age group and weight. So um, since my older brothers were wrestling and I was doing really well, they asked if I wanted to start doing the freestyle season, um, which is a little bit longer and tougher, kind of like what the my way is now. Um, and I started doing that and had a lot of success. You know, I was regional champion the first year of it. Um, doing it and that's as far as you could go I was in the eight right. and under division um, and I just kept doing great I loved the sport and, and kept going all the way through college and coaching up till a couple years ago so um, yeah just start of a, a good program I guess uh, for the youth and got introduced to it and, and fell in love right away well it's interesting Jackson Northwest when I was in school always had a really good youth program always produced some pretty good hammers in there uh, so you go from Jackson Northwest or that Jackson area, then you move to the Holland West Ottawa area. Um, and when you got to, to high school, you wrestled for uh, Coach Carl Nadalski, right? Yes. Yep. Okay. Yep. And when you were there, like you were at the kind of the beginning. 
getting with like Rob Renis and all and the Nadalskis where that program was really flourishing at that time, um, producing state champs and state places. What was the room like at that time? Well, we were a, a pretty small team. There weren't very many guys on the team and we were kind of a, uh, you know, there's, there's, uh, with the guys that were really good and, all the freestyle Greco and, you know, Fargo and training camps and all that. And then guys that didn't do that. And so we had, we had a few really good individuals, but team wise, we didn't do too well at that time. You know, Renus was an exceptional. Um, he went on and played football, drafted, played in the NFL years. Um, you know, Casey was a four-time state finalist. Then there was myself. Um, Ryan Kreidoff was another really good um Wrestler, time state placer, I believe. Um, and, and we were really kind of the start of everything. Um, when we moved from Jackson to West Ottawa, they didn't have a youth program or anything. My mom started uh, the, the USA wrestling program and got coach Natowski to come and start coaching that. Um, so, and that was just the beginning of it. And, and we were kind of the first guys to have success. Um, my junior year, Eric McCourt came in as an assistant. He was an All-American at Ferris State. I think he went to one of the, like, or something like that. I can't remember um, where he's, but um, was really good. And, and he kind of came in and helped build the program. And it was kind of after me and Nadowski, Renus got through that the team started building, you know, from those years of doing the youth program and, and then having success, kids believing in themselves. That's kind of when the, the room, I would say, got better and they became a more competitive team. It was kind of after I graduated high school. I think Nadowski's senior year, they won the district for the first time, maybe in school history. Um, so that was 98. I graduated mm-hmm. in 96. So okay. was, we were kind of the start of it. Um, Josh Schultz was another kid that was really good. And um, he had a younger brother that was good. And that was kind of the the start of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're talking about like Troy Schultz, uh, the Fuller brothers, yep. Um, yep. Lancasters, Ryan and Rory. Um, it just the, the list kind of goes on that, that legacy that, that you guys kind of started, uh, which is really nice. So after you, you, you win a state title your senior year after finishing eighth as a junior. What made you decide that you wanted to wrestle in college? Um, I wanted to wrestle in college for a long time. Um, I would say even in middle school, I had the goal to go wrestle in college and you know, wanted to even try to wrestle after college. You know, at the international level was my ultimate goal. Um, I just would love the sport. You know, um, I remember it was 84 quite a while ago, um, watching Andre Metzger wrestle in the Olympics, being a Michigan guy. So I was like, he can do it. I can do it type of thing. Uh, and, and, and that was my goal. I wanted to make the Olympics and wrestle there. And, and you, you don't really go to the Olympics unless you compete at the college level. I'm sure there's right. guys that, that went to the Marines and things like you know, mm-hmm. college, but it, it's the normal track. So, you know, if I wanted to do that, I had to, had to wrestle in college. So that was that was kind of always my goal. I played like every sport I play until high school. Cause then that's when I was wrestling year round and, and try to be the best I could. Mm-hmm. Wow. So um, what made you decide on Muskegon? Um, well, I actually, my freshman year went to Cleveland state. Okay. And um, wasn't a good 
Um, I was a little immature myself um, and didn't really excel um, academically in the classroom. So it was more of a, I came back to get readjusted, um, get a year older, a little bit more mature, got the experience of living on my own and, and being responsible for, for myself and my actions and, and kind of got refocused at Muskegon. So um, it was, it, it was a nice experience. Um, it really, it did get me back on track because I took second at national um, you know, and then earn the scholarship and finish out my college career. So um, I was a a young graduate too. When I graduated, I was only 17. Mm -hmm. Um, Probably shouldn't have moved that far away from home being as young (laughs) as I was. And, and I would say age, I was probably a little immature socially too. So it just wasn't, and there wasn't a good structure and discipline on the team at that time down there. Uh huh. So when you come over to Muskegon, you wrestled under Coach Gaffner, right? Yep. Yeah. Legendary. Was, legend. What was it like wrestling? Because like for me at MCC, I wrestled for uh, Coach Bentley, uh, phenomenal coach in his own right. Coach at Wasso led him to a couple Big Eight titles and district titles, and then uh, Jason Bauman was our assistant coach. But Coach Gaffner was always there. He was still teaching PE, and because we're from the, I'm from Lansing. He's originally from Lansing X. Remembers when Everett was an elementary school. I went to Everett as a high school. So, uh, what, what was it like wrestling for Coach Gaffner? Um, well, that was a long time ago, so I don't know <laughs> if I'll uh, I'll recall this accurately. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I remember we were all pretty scared of him, you know. Mm-hmm. And we were like, "Does he still wrestle?" Was like kind of one of the things I asked. He's like, "Not too much, but if he asks you, you don't want to do it." was kind of the, what everybody <laughs> said. I was like, really, is that tough? Like, yeah, yeah, you don't, you don't want to wrestle with them. A couple of years ago, I guess there's some guys on the team, like third year guys that were there that he, he wrestled a lot a couple of years before I was there. And they're like, mm-hmm. yeah, no, he beats everybody up. You don't want to wrestle with them. If, uh, <laughs> if he asked. So, so I never, never asked, never put myself in the position, um, you know, smart on my, my part. Yes. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, but, but he's a great guy. You know, he helped out a lot. You know, he was there on campus, which was great. It really helped with the success of the team. You know, if you, you needed help with uh, your schedule or you're having trouble in a class, I mean, he knew every teacher. He could go and help you out and, you know, kind of tell you what you got to do and, and get you on the right path. So um, really good mentor um, and really nice guy. You know, you kind of think of him as a, a kid, you know, you're a little intimidated and scared of him and, and right. whatnot. Um, but uh, it was really helpful and helped me, you know, do well and get through my classes and get on to the next level. So mm-hmm. it's really a good coach. You know, we worked hard. Um, he definitely uh, didn't let you stand around too much in practice. So the, the practices were pretty intense. Um, mm-hmm. At that time, we were the only junior college. So there was like 55 guys on the team at the beginning of the year. Right. Um, I mean, we probably had, you know, 15 state champions on the team. Um, so practice is pretty tough and intense. Um, not just the, the way he ran it, but with the the workout partners also. Yeah. And we talk about that a lot. Um, Cause when I was coming through MCC, you know, at the time we had, it, it, we were still the only junior college, but you had grand Valley, which was a club team. Um, Olivet was saved. So Olivet was around. And then obviously you had Eastern, Central, Michigan, and Michigan State. But that was really all you had for wrestling schools in Michigan. Now you could 
darn near go anywhere in the state of Michigan and find a wrestling program to compete at or compete for at the collegiate level. So it's amazing how that's grown in the last 20, 25 years. Yeah, it's really, and I I think the last 10 years is where it's really exploded. You know, before you said there was Olivette, um, and I don't know, I, I don't know what success Olivet was having at that time. There was no internet, you know, so you didn't, yeah. <laughs> you, you couldn't just look up and see how guys were doing. So yeah. I really knew nothing about the pro, you know, mm-hmm. the coach had reached out to me when I was a senior in high school, but I was, you know, dead set at going like division one and things like that out of high school and mm-hmm. much attention. And yeah, I knew there's, there's Eastern central, Michigan, Michigan State, and Muskegon were really all mm-hmm. I thought of. And, and even Eastern wasn't too tough at that time. You know, they, mm-hmm. they really improved before they dropped the program there a few years mm-hmm. back. They had yeah. gotten a much better program than what they were when I was in high school. So really it was Michigan Central and Michigan State or Muskegon were really like your your options to, to be on a good team that's, you know, you're going to improve and excel at the next level. So wasn't many options. Now it's you know, anywhere. You know, they even got another uh, JUCO coming um, next year, I believe. It's Michigan Community College. Uh-huh. Um, starting a new program. We've got MOP. we got Henry Ford, um, us. Um, there's Ancilla in Indiana that has a program. So, you know, it's, it's quite a few schools, even at the, the junior college level that's growing. Division three is blowing up. NAIA, you know, we got Cornerstone, um, yeah. Davenport. We're going to mm-hmm. have Grand Valley here in a couple of years. I mean, that's three schools just in Grand Rapids for opportunities mm-hmm. to wrestle. So it's, you know, it's blowing up as an understatement, I think. <laughs> it's only going to keep growing. So you, right. so you go from MCC, you go to Finlay where you uh, end up being a two-time national qualifier and an All-American. Uh, t- what was your experience like at Finlay? And that's in Ohio, if I remember correctly, and they're uh, Division Two. Yep. They were a first-year Division Two program when I went there. Um, they were really solid at AI level. They had won several national titles. Um, all their sports were really good, and that's why they went up, because they were winning national titles in every sport, you know, like track football basketball wrestling every, you know whatever sport they were one of the best in the country so they went up a division um and that's what drew me there uh, michael confletti i don't know if you you know um mike i've heard of um, him he wrestled for muskegon and he's from the detroit area and then he went down to the university of finley so while i was wrestling at um Muskegon, you know, he came up and, and talked to me about Finley. And I actually knew a little bit of wrestling that year at Cleveland State. They beat the dual meet. They were an NAI school and beat us as a Division One program. So I knew wow. they were a, a good competitive team. Um, and I had a good interest in going there and competing, wanting to be in a, in a good program on a competitive team. And uh, we did really well. My first year, we didn't do too well there. Um, we had a few guys red shirting for the next year to be our team. And we finished fifth two, um, doing a little bit better, but, um, pretty solid team. I think they've only had one team higher than that, um, Mm -hmm. at Finley since then. So we're one of their better teams. We had, I believe six all Americans, my senior year on the team and we're really, really tough. So, um, it was a great experience. We had a, a good competitive guy at every single weight, and wherever we went, we were competitive. You know, we beat Division One teams throughout the year. So it, it, in that time, uh, like I said, there wasn't many 
Right. You couldn't wrestle a Division Two schedule. You had to wrestle a Division One schedule. Right. Um, so we wrestled a lot of MAC schools. We wrestled Michigan State in a duel. Um, you know, it was a, a tough schedule and nice to, to wrestle there and, and work out partner-wise. You know, the guy above me, guy below me, we're all American. So, um, you know, you had great workout partners there too. Yeah, couldn't ask for, for a better situation. So after your competitive career is over, uh, did you, uh, what, what did you get your degree in and, and where did that take you coaching wise? Um, I got a degree in education, special education, mild, moderate disabilities. And, um, while we were wrapping up our school, two guys I wrestled with were like, Hey man, we're moving to Florida. You should come down. It's awesome. And so I was like, Hmm, I'll think about it. And <laughs> just seemed kind of like that far fetched, you know, like your guy comes up to you and says, Hey, let's go to Florida for spring break. And everybody hops in the car and drives down to Florida right. you know, unexpectedly. <laughs> it was kind of that. And I'm like, I know this is a bad decision if I just say yes right away and, and do this. So um, I thought about it. Yeah, I got married at in college mm. and yeah. my wife's from Venezuela. So she was there studying English and, when I brought up moving to Florida, that was like a dream come true because mm-hmm. she did not like the winners of Ohio. Um, <laughs> so Ooh, it was like, yeah, I don't. That's why I moved to Florida. <laughs> you know, um, so it was a good idea. I like the sound of it too. Um, she was easy to sell on it. Um, mm-hmm. So I went down, you know, I, I looked up some jobs, got a few interviews lined up, went down, interviewed um, one in the panhandle and one over at, in post. Uh, it's just north of dates and decided to go down there and teach. The uh, head coach there was from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. He wrestled at the University of Maryland. Um, D'Augustino's was their last name. Big wrestling mm-hmm. family. Yeah. Um, his dad coached at North Allegheny. Um, in the Pittsburgh area, um, Hall of Fame coach, um, and he was a Hall of Fame coach too, and they had a great program. So I figured um, I learned my lesson um, going to Cleveland State. I seen out of high school going to a place that that isn't pretty solid. Things, so I wanted to go and instead of thinking I'm I'm great at everything and I know know how to coach and I know wrestling I'll go down there and just be successful I wanted to learn from an established coach that had done it for a long time and had a lot of success Mm -hmm. Um, so I chose to go there over the other school because it was a bigger school Um, I liked the area a little bit better and Mm -hmm. and I had a great mentor um, when I started coaching so Mm -hmm. so we moved down to Florida um, and and it, it was a good experience. We were a great team and, and learned a lot from Coach D'Agostino for sure about just coaching and how to interact right. with the kids and you know, right. develop good relationships with them and, and how to run a program, basically. Mm-hmm. So how long did you were you coaching in high school before you made the jump to coaching at the collegiate level? I coached for 10 years down in Florida. Mm-hmm. So I was at four years at Flagler Palm Coast. Um, and we had some success. We had a lot of guys wrestle in college. We finished, you know, fourth in the state. Uh, the last year I was there as a team. Then I moved down to South Florida, and I coached at Coral Glades High School, which is just south of Boca in Coral, Florida. Um, mm-hmm. and I was there for three years. Um, had some success. Had a couple kids go on and wrestle in college from that. Just the three years I was there, um, mm-hmm. and like I, I mentioned before, the 
the housing bubble of 08 had happened yeah. uh-huh. 2011 at this time and all the schools were laying teachers off every year um you know school districts were 80 million in debt at the end of the year because home prices were so low and mm-hmm. yada 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 so i uh, actually got laid off there i found a job up in springstead high school in spring hill florida that's about an hour north of tampa um and they had a great program they had five returning state champions wow um yeah and they had a couple guys that were fargo all americans on the team um great mm-hmm. program and i was an assistant coach there taught for a few more years um we won back-to-back state titles when i was there so that was a great experience and <laughs> yeah, got to work awesome. with some great guys uh the heavyweight i worked out with had to work out with because i was the only one that would wrestle him um hmm. was a state champ he was a you know he qualified for the greco world team for juniors um took second at the world team trials um mm-hmm. A few other guys were all Americans at Fargo. Um, we had a kid go wrestle for University of Tennessee, Chattanooga, North Carolina, mm-hmm. um, a few different Division II schools. So, so it was a really good program that head coaches at Tampa Baptist now, and they're pretty solid um, yeah. program. They got, I think, three or four guys going to Division One this year off their team. So, mm-hmm. so another good coach to learn a lot from and, and get good coaching experience and it was you know fun winning a state title that's pretty cool always uh, always so after that you come back to michigan you, you spend seven years at your alma mater at, at, at muskegon with five of being the head coach what would you say when you were coaching at the collegiate level what were you looking for in a prospective student athlete <laughs> um i think the biggest part goes into your success at the college level is the love of the sport the guys that really loved it were eager to be at practice, um, were excited about going and competing, improved the most and had the most success. If they were someone that, you know, maybe they were good at wrestling, they're a great athlete, they, they came from a good team and more or less did it because everybody they knew, they're all their buddies did it. So sometimes they come to the college level and they realize they don't really love the sport as much as they thought. And, and when you don't love it, you don't, give it up what you, everything you got and, and you just don't continue to improve. Um, and at the college level, everybody's good. It's a grind. You know, even at the junior college level, we have multiple time state champions in the room wrestling. Um, it's not, it's not a sport. If you don't love it that you can do at the college level, you'll just get tired of it. And, and, you know, that's kind of fizzle out type of thing. If you want to kind of lose your your passion for it and and when that happens you're you're not going to have the success so i mean we've had guys that weren't even state qualifiers come and wrestle in college and because they continue to want to learn and get better and they like it they do they get into a room with you know a bunch of tough guys and they're competing every day they improve a lot and do well but the guys that you know their heart's not into it i think those are the guys that that struggle to continue to improve and, and have the success at the next level well said. I, I talk a lot about um, my experience wrestling at the college level. Just, it's it is a grind, and and every practice is very intense because you don't, depending on the program you come from. Um, you know, my program at Lansing Everett. I was my last three years. I ended up being one of the better wrestlers, where I was very rarely ever touched in practice when it came to somebody taking me down. You know, um, but when I got to college and I'm having to wrestle with. You know, the, the Joe Tulips, the Ryan Lancasters, the Mike Waldens, the Omar Ortizes, 
you know, where it's just like it's a different guy. They're all tough and they all present different challenges in the practice room. Um, it really makes you have to go back to the lab and figure out how you're going to how you're going to get a takedown today in practice. So, um, yeah, and it can beat you up mentally, you know, when mm-hmm. you're used to that, you know, you're you're used to not, um, you know, if you're having a bad day, it's still a good day. Um, in college, if you have a bad day, you, you got to try not to get hurt. Physically, too. <laughs> hey, it's a total different world. You know, even I mean, in high school, I won the state title. We're in a real tough. We had the good individuals. Um, but my workout partner, you know, I beat in a six minute match, 66 to three. No. You know, let them up three times to, to be able to get a takedown, tired of turning them. You know, that mm-hmm. was the toughest in high school, you know, practice. Um, you know, when I went to Cleveland State, they weren't a, a dominant Division One program by any means. And I, I couldn't beat anybody. You know, the only person I could beat was another freshman. You know, mm-hmm. I, that's a new guy. Any returning guy um, beat me bad major knee at, at best. So, right. um, you know, I liked it because I knew I was getting better and I was okay with getting beat up, you know, kind of that you love the sport and your goal is to improve and be the best you can be. Um, getting beat up is something you can look forward to because mm-hmm. getting better. Um, mm-hmm. But if, if winning is what you like, uh, it's going to be tough sailing for, for a while. Yeah. Yeah. Well, James, I, I get to part of this where, where we talk about, what is your advice to young coaches that want to have success? What do they need to do to, to get that success? Whether they're coaching at the high school level or the college level, what is your words of wisdom? Have fun. Um, if you're not having fun, nobody else is. Um, I know just myself too, some too serious, you know, and, and wanted to get too much done. Um, and, and you can kind of, push the athletes away from you and kind of lose their motivation. Um, So if you make things fun, uh, people be around, um, really love the sport, will will push themselves and get better. I mean, and there's no secret, the longer you do it, the better you youth program um, that's going to make you excel at the college level. Um, But, but I've noticed, you know, I'm a big technician, technical in my rest and I want to teach a, technique and all that but um i've noticed you know that doesn't necessarily mean success or translate to success on the map you know if if you have a great relationship with the guys you're having fun you're enjoying the sport um the guys wrestle harder they're into it they make more sacrifices to be good um all those things so enjoying it and, and enjoying the relationships you build um i think is the key to to being a coach long term and having a good program and, and having people around you to help you out. Well, nice. Well said, coach. I appreciate you being on and looking forward to many more times to chat and hope they get you on a coaching mentor podcast. One of these days, I've been talking a lot about that in all my podcasts, what a coaching mentorship program would look like. So love to have you on there. Yeah, absolutely, man. Get a hold of me. Um, it's great talking to you. Um, you know, anything I can do to help out and pitch in in the sport of wrestling, I'm down for. So just let me know. Uh, thank you. I appreciate it. Have a good night. Yeah, take care. Thank you for listening to the Coach T Podcast by my dad.